I think that's enough. Are there any questions? We covered quite a bit of material, but it's all good. And it's for you to go back and look at the charts and read the scriptures and jump up and down and dance. Okay? Questions? Okay. Come on up. There is a mic there. It's upside down. So we're hearing about Israel and the Jews. That's a very small portion. Talk into the mic. It's a very small portion of the earth. Yes. So somehow there's going to be people in the other 6 million or whatever the left, 4 million, that are going to hear not to take the mark of the beast. The, so, the 144,000 and the two witnesses will be preaching this stuff. They so, know the word. Is that so what you're talking about? They'll go out in the whole earth. And the 144,000 will. The witnesses stay in Jerusalem. Right, right. And it's going to be, they're going to have it on TV, trust me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're going to use technology today. People are going to watch it. It says that all eyes will watch the two witnesses go up. Hello. Yeah. That ought to shock a few. They right. were dancing and celebrating and giving presents because they're dead, because they were giving everybody the truth about Jesus. And they were so happy they were dead. And Jesus says, come up here. Come on. Come on. What event marks the beginning of the tribulation. The signing of the set, the confirmation and signing of the seven-year treaty with the Antichrist, whoever this global leader is, we won't know who it is because we're out of here already, with Israel. So the That marks the beginning of tribulation. So then basically the rapture should be right before that. It is. Okay. It is going to be right before. The truth, that's what I thought. Thank you. Good. Good, good. You got it, dude. You got it. If you've got a question, come on up. It's like what uh, the Lord said to John. Come up here. <laughs> come up here. And then you can just stand by the side, and then we, <laughs> then we won't, you know, get all these questions in. Good, Phil. Yeah, I got uh, two questions. Hopefully they're easier back-to-back. -back. Uh, one is, we've all seen the movie Taken. I believe that's what it was called. Um, talking to non-believers about the rapture. They're saying, if God is so sovereign and, and loving, why are airplane pilots and co-pilots going to disappear and planes are going to crash into the ground and car accidents all over the place. That's one. Number two is, why does God, or why does Jesus keep referring to himself as the Son of Man and not the Son of God? He's both. I, I know. He came as a man. He, came, he called himself Son of Man in certain circumstances before either religious or people he was around, but he, he is the Son of God, well known, but he I, he he was called both terms because that's who he is. And he's going to be, just like Larry Napier says, he's going to have hair on his arms. He's going to have his body. We're going to eat with him. Come on now. We're going to eat. Drink okay, and be merry. This first question was, what about the rapture and oh, people are you're driving down 405? Well, God is very sovereign. And so the righteous will be taken and the wicked will die. 
if you're righteous, you'll be taken out of the airplanes, and the airplane won't land on you on the earth if it crashes. The righteous are not going to be killed. By the way. They're going to be raptured out of here. So the what's left? The ones who don't believe. Hello? Yeah. Is that good enough? Yeah. Good okay. enough. Any good other enough. questions? You know I love God. <laughs> I love this stuff. Good. Okay, Cammie. How about it? Okay, so explain to us kind of about the use of technology. I had a little just aha moment, possibly. It was about five years ago. Steve, you remember. We were uh, at a conference at the Queen Mary at the break time. We were out taking a walk. And there was a game back then everybody played. I don't even know what the game was, but they're all running around the parks, everybody looking at their phones. And we'd see people gathering in different places and then walking really fast. And they all had their phone. And I had this thought that, well, maybe that's how we're all going to see. Uh, well, we're going to. The, the rapture is for us. They're going to know we're gone because it's a twinkling of an eye. It's going to happen so fast. But this little phone thing, it's a game they play in searching for little things that tell you ping, ping on the phone, what's hiding in a tree, then you have to replace it with something else. How do I know this? I have friends who did it in Israel. Um, you know, you, you take something out of, a, out of a hole of a tree. But, I mean, but could that now be used? There will be... They, they will, the technology of, the technology of, of how you can see things all over the earth from the satellites. So it'll be, it'll be everywhere on phones, on iPads, on probably even out of a chip in your head by that time. Seriously, that's how it's going. Whatever you do, don't take a chip. <laughs> Try your best not to take anything else in your arm either. Okay, anything else? <laughs> gonna get come on, come on, come on, just, yeah. Gotta be at the mic before we can hear you. Thank you. This is Isn't this fun? For this. Is it possible that the Antichrist can come on the scene, not as the Antichrist, but just as a guy that knows how to handle all the questions and answers and change the world, Somebody shoots him or blows up the side of his body, like it says in Deuteronomy or uh, Zechariah. His right side is all messed up, and then he dies. Satan enters him, brings him back to life, and then he's the Antichrist. Can that be possible that he could be on the scene as a world leader without being the Antichrist until that happens? He is on the scene, I believe today. I but believe no, that I he's known. As a I believe he's not known as the Antichrist because we no one knows who it is really. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay, we kind of know where he's from and his ethnicity. That's all we know. Oh, yeah. But he is going to be end up being, and Kathy will explain how the Antichrist rises up with the world leaders and the global control and the, yeah. the little horn that comes out of all the other horns and all that. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, it's, it's really a mystery to understand, the mystery of the beast and but, all of this stuff. Uh, here, let me answer that, too. Yeah, Bill, ahead. I think it's totally possible. Judas Iscariot was a disciple of Jesus, yeah. well, the reason but I then say that Satan entered in. Teachers are saying we won't see the Antichrist physically. We won't see him. We won't know him. In other words, he won't have. He will have a sign on top of his head, basically saying, "I'm the Antichrist," and we won't see that. But I'm looking at it as well. We'll see him. I believe we'll see him as a world leader, 
and, and he won't be the Antichrist at that very moment until... It's possible. It's possible. Isn't that yeah. possible? Yeah. I mean, you know... Yeah, possible. Okay. Okay, Calvin. Thank God. God knows everything, huh? Yeah. Yes, thank God. Thank you, Jan, for trying to help us understand. I have a question about the AI that is uh, the new... Okay artificial intelligence because guys like Musk and Google engineers are saying AI is now sentient. And I've watched some programs where it communicates with humans and it sounds like a human. And it's super intelligent. And it's an antichrist. Because well, it doesn't actually, believe in God. Yeah. You know, that, that technology is here that's in operation. It's really sad. How does uh, that play in? So that's the question. How, how does, does it AI play in? It us? could easily be that the Antichrist does receive a wound or he has something artificially planted in. We don't know, but the technology is here and operating. And these hoopty doopties that Kathy was talking about, they think they're gonna live forever and implant themselves with brains and new parts and live forever. I got news for them, they're not gonna make it. Yeah. It isn't yeah. gonna work. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is an amazing, thing that now there's yeah. artificial intelligence in the world. You, if, you if you look at some of the stuff about the artificial intelligence and the robots, yeah. was it Elon Musk or one of those guys said, this is really scary because the ro robots can sometimes outthink humans and it can be very dangerous and they could take over. That's yeah. a scary thought. Yeah. Good news is he was going to develop the robots so yeah. they couldn't run very fast. Yeah. Are you going to sing your question? No. Okay. <laughs> um, this is from one of our online viewers, and the question is, for other humans who were never told about the Messiah in scriptures, will God have grace and mercy for them? Everyone's going to be told. Everyone. If, if the 144,000 don't get them, and the, and the uh, two witnesses, and all of the global stuff that's been going on for thousands of years, God is sending an angel out to let everybody know the gospel. No one, Jesus cannot come back until everybody knows the truth about him. Right, Larry? I've checked with him. Right, Steve? Yeah. Okay. Ken, come on up. Yeah, please. All these questions are great because a lot of the questions I'm thinking, I have that question. And so don't think, no dumb questions. So, so my question is about the rebuilding of the temple. When Jesus prophesied, he said, you know, when they showed him the temple and they said, he says, you see all this, it'll all be thrown down. Right. Not one stone will be left yep. upon another. I, I take that as when Jesus says something, it's permanent. <laughs> that it's not going to happen again. So... The destruction talking, isn't going to happen again. So, I don't know. I'm looking at, are we talking a spiritual sense? Because when Satan's Lucifer said, I will exalt myself up above the, the stars of heaven and all this thing. So are we talking about something taking place in the spirit? Because there's going to be a war in no, heaven. No, no, no. There is a literal temple that's being built during the first half of the tribulation. Well, I don't know that. I'm just trying to get my mind around. That's okay. why I'm asking this question, because I get the sense that something that's taking place in the spirit realm, a war in heaven where Satan will be cast down to the earth. He's, he's had temples throughout history all around the world. I don't think his last ditch effort is not going to be to reestablish himself on the earth. It's going to be in the above God in the, in the spirit realm. So we're talking about the Antichrist doing something in the physical, physical realm where Satan's going for broke 
and trying to exalt himself above heaven. Satan is tossed out of heaven. Revelation 12. He's out of heaven. He can't. He can't well, go to God know. anymore. I'm just talking about the end times. I'm talking right, about, right. I'm talking about one last it's, final battle of the bulge. Well, can can I think? I think why the temple will be significant is the Antichrist wants to be Christ. Christ. He wants to oh, be the one sitting and worshipped as the God. He knows the other gods are not gods. So the temple is important for the Jews to come into peace. They'll need a temple, so they'll rebuild. Uh, and then he'll want, to sit on, he'll want to sit on the throne and exalt himself as being God on a physical realm because it's affecting humanity. So I, but because well, his destruction comes, the word's been written, he knows his destruction is coming, his time is short. Right. So yeah. anybody who gets that desperate, they're backed into a corner, they come out. I'm just wondering yeah. if it's, it's a He's going to get realm. unleashed in the second three and a half years. He's going to go killing Christians and Jews like crazy. Yeah. So, He's going to get his, he is given a short period of time, and his total complete realm is the second three and a half weeks of Daniel, three and a half of mm -hmm. tribulation. So he's going after, there's going to be so many people killed and there's going to be millions and millions of martyrs crying out under the altar until they get their glorified bodies at the end yeah. of tribulation. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it was a spiritual thing happening or is it actual physical? Cause there's so much controversy about the rebuilding of the temple. God is literal. Temple Mount. God is literal yeah, about yeah, this. So. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Good, good, good question. Good question. That's a great and, question. And it's, and I love the way people think. I and there's it. always, there's always, you know, in scripture, there's always multiple layers of truth. Yeah. There's a major spiritual things happening always for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny. One of the things that's helped me recently is that every scripture is profitable and it helps me in my faith. But every scripture has its person to which it was addressed to. And that has the largest sound. So when the scripture is made about Israel, see, in some ways, the church thinking that we're going to be around makes us so important when, in fact, God has a covenant to finish with Israel and all Israel must be saved. So we step aside and Israel now steps forward. So if you think of the revelation, the church is not mentioned from chapter 3 or 4 once, you know, until chapter 19. So I think there, it's, it, there's impacts that are affecting us. And I like on Sunday morning, I'm going to look at Revelation 12 just because that's the book, one we're reading and because there's, there's truth about the overcomer found there. So it's universal truth, but then there's particular truth that, that I'm finding is that's where we're going to get really, it's really going to get down to uh, the dynamics of God working as he did in the book of Daniel and you know in the book of uh, uh, where, where, where there is real literal national movement that's changing the way we see or God is being seen and it's to the Israel primarily he is coming to get Israel's attention so I think that's why you easily and Jesus said there wouldn't be a temple built but we also, we also know Ezekiel has a vision of a temple that's yet to be built so I don't think it's, those words are permanent, except until the next season has to come forward. Yeah, can I, can I address Satan's Yeah, go ahead. You interrupt. It's your session. At, at the end of the tribulation, when Jesus returns, the battle of Armageddon 
Satan will be leading all the nations and the armies and everyone who hates Jesus and anti-God and all that kind of stuff. That is the final hurrah battle. But at the end of tribulation, Satan will be bound for a thousand years in chains in the abyss. But after the end of a thousand years, he's going to be loosed again and he's going to lead another army aggression to come against Jerusalem and try to defeat Jesus. That's going to last for about a second. And then he's done into the lake of fire forever. So jump up and down about that, will you? <laughs> that'll, 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 that'll cheer you up. Anybody, another question? Or otherwise we're going to, we're going to move in. Yes, Larry. Now, maybe this is what Ken was getting at, that there's, there's warfare in the spirit world right now. That's happening all around, not just, not just Israel. It's happening in this country. The woke people and abortion and all those things, totally demonic. And God's got his people. He's trying to get us <laughs> to combat these things. So... There's, there's warfare in Washington. There's warfare in the heavenlies. And, and they're tied together. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I asked uh, Matt McCoy, you know. He's my go-to guy on things concerning Israel. And he said, I said, well, why is it always Israel? You know, we, we, this country has a covenant with God, too, even though it's not the same as Israel's. We know that. And he said that Israel's a signpost. It's happening at a lot of places, but they are the signpost that's in the Bible that sets the timing of everything. But it's going on around the world. That same battle that's in Israel is, is going on. And so, I don't know, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. Maybe that's good, that's a good point that you that. brought that up because in Joel, at the end, in the judgment time, God said, if you try to divide my land, he's talking to the nations, I will divide you, your land. What you have done to my people and my land will be done to you. So that's how it, it's, Israel is God's land, and our Messiah is Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. So don't put Israel aside, because we are part of that complete redemptive plan. It's all one. And in the city of Jerusalem, near in the, in the future heaven and earth, the, all of the believers, Jewish and Gentile, we're all going to be living in that city, as long as we're the bride. It's the city of the bride. 